Your day has just begun. Yeah. But for DJ and PK, they're just hitting their stride. It's time for all your headlines from the night in sports. As DJ and PK tell you what's trending. Are you ready? On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Yeah. Hashtag Utah Jazz. Donovan Mitchell. Third year pro off of Bogdanovich pick. Gives to Boyan straight away on Lonzo. He's got 35. He rises and fires for three. No. Five seconds left. Two-point game. Here comes Ingram driving. Gobert at the rim. Scoop, no. Rebound favors, no. Ball game. Utah wins another close one. I'm going to rebound and just push the ball. And I just went to contest the shot. Spray my shit. I mean, uh, I went straight up in my arms. And, uh, I know I hit the ball in my, I hit the ball in my, my, my form, and then we just both we fell with the momentum and just he pulled me down and he fell. And on the no call, the Jazz get the win in New Orleans. The Saints on Sunday, the Pelicans on Monday. They can't catch a break. PK, man, it's good to be a two-time Defensive Player of the Year and have a rep though. That's a no call that could have gone against another player. Would have been easy. But it didn't go against Rudy, and the Jazz get the win. Well, there's a few things that I thought involved in this play is that I thought it was a foul, and uh, they didn't call it, but so be it. I, if Once I introduce that one, I have to go through every single play and make sure everything was called correctly or uh, not correctly, whatever it might be. And secondly, uh, Ang- Ingram, I mean, you're taking fate in your hands when you drive the basket like that. <clears throat> That's been established for years and years, so you know that going in. And thirdly, the thing that I didn't You're talking about how typically the referees swallow the whistle at the end of a game. Yeah. Not the first guy to want to call at the end and not get it. Right. So, I mean, it could have been a a rookie backup, Uh, not Gobert with any form of reputation. Uh, They have a tendency not to do that. So you know that going in. So that's the risk you take. And thirdly, the thing that I didn't understand is that multiple... Pelicans, including the coach Alvin Gentry, was signaling for timeout, and they didn't get granted. Why not? I, I, I haven't heard anybody explain that to me. I don't think there's an explanation. I think the explanation is they screwed up, and I expect that there'll well, that be an the apology from the league because Gentry called timeout, Ball called timeout, and apparently uh, there was another player, it might have been Reddick, I think, who called timeout. I didn't see that one, but Ball was on the uh, far sideline. It was clear he was calling timeout and Gentry was calling timeout. Yeah, that was no right there. That was an on-ball timeout. Uh, I see what you did. Yeah. And they didn't get the timeout. That's a joke. Which would have changed everything. Maybe not. Maybe. Maybe not. You're right. Bogdanovich goes off. 35 points. Massive game for him. Although he missed the three right there that would have sealed the deal in the final 10 seconds. Massive scoring game. Literally nothing else. Joe Ingles, 22 points and 6 assists. Joe with another huge game. His tear continues. Jazz off tonight. They're going to host the Knicks Wednesday night. AT&T Sportsnet, 7 o'clock. Vivint Smart Home Arena. Back home for a couple games. We've got a question up on Facebook. The Jazz, winners of 6 in a row. That's a perfect 3-0 road trip right there. What's there to complain about now? Oh, there's a good list, PK. There is a long and varied list of jazz fans with complaints. A wide range of grievances. We'll get to that coming up. DJ and PK. 
Hashtag NBA. Murray has it on the inbound over to Nikola Jokic. Head fake on the jump shot. He drives in on Len. Left-handed hook shot is up and in. It's a high pick from Jokic. He's wide open. Jumper missed left. Rebound tipped by Jokic. Won't go. He got it back. Put it up and in. And there it is. A new career high for Nikola Jokic. Jokic with the big game right there. And... For the Jazz in the West, uh, all the teams who were supposed to win won. The Denver Nuggets with Jokic getting 47, beat Atlanta 123 to 115. Luka Doncic 38 points in a triple double. The Mavericks beat the Bulls 118 110. The Jazz also win, so three of the top six in the West playing, and they all pick up W's. What's the ceiling for Doncic? Is he at it now? This is what he's going to be. I mean, it's hard to believe statistically he's going to be better. I guess players get better in the postseason throughout their career. It's a different animal. Hey, the kid uh, owns the league, man. 20 years old. He's just really, really, really impressive. 38 points, 11 rebounds, and 10 assists. Luka Doncic just tearing up. The upset of the night, the Bucks. Lose to a team with a sub-500 record for the first time. The Spurs beat them 126-104. The Bucs had won every game they were supposed to win all year long, but they get taken down here by a team with a clearly inferior record. 126-104. Tonight, Knicks and Lakers. Knicks will be going uh, back-to-back when they face the Jazz on Wednesday. Knicks and Lakers are on NBA TV tonight. Hashtag college basketball. All right, Utah State hitting a rough patch here in conference play. PK back-to-back losses. Is it going to be three in a row, or are they going to snap it and win tonight? They're in Colorado Springs. They play Air Force. The game's on ESPN2 at 9 o'clock. Scotty G's on the call with the pregame show at 8.30. It was a pretty close sailing for Utah State in the non-conference, but a little bit of trouble now. Exactly. Dropped a game in Vegas. Dropped a game at home to undefeated San Diego State. They got to bounce back tonight. Listen to it here on the Zone Sports Network. Hashtag college football. A lot of the guys, you know, the general managers, the owners that I've got to talk to said the same thing. They, they kind of look at this injury as like a knee injury almost, although it's not, you know, in a way that, okay, are we going to take a chance on this guy or would he be able to possibly do a pro day before the draft and whatnot? And really the biggest thing they want to do is just see that we can, you know, move and we can just be back to how we were playing prior to the injury. Tua Tagovailoa, Alabama quarterback, deciding to turn pro. Hey, Sybil, he's got multiple Yeah, I know. We, what was the we? We. It's the whole team. It's him. It's the agent, the massage therapist. His dad. Can we all move? That's right. It's funny you say massage because I was having a hard time sleeping, which is usually the case more so now these recent days. And I dreamed I was getting a foot massage, and that helped me go to sleep. Really? Yeah. That's intriguing somehow. Because I got bad feet. And, uh, yeah, it just felt great. And I, I drifted off to sleep. Like 3 o'clock this morning. Funny you say massage. All right, if we've got any uh, psychologists out there who'd like to call in, psychoanalyze PK, uh, we got open phones in the next segment. We don't have to give all the time to jazz fans who have complaints after a 3 and a road trip. We'll give some time to that, but I'd love to hear the meaning of that and what that what that might mean. Yeah, you're, you're too deep. Not everything has deep meaning hidden layers away. Well, if that's true, they can tell us that. 
And I, I college football, I am I am really pissed this morning. Because it's one thing to have, you know, Benjamin leave early as a running back for the Devils. Yep. But with two years of eligibility left, the freaking punter is coming out early. That should not be allowed. Well, you're not going to be punting next year anyway. That offense is going to be so awesome. Yeah, I know. You're you already calling. They're going to go 14-0. I got it. So I can't brag. I understand how you are. I got all that. Good. But here's the deal. Punters should not be allowed to come out early. That's you're going to deny rule. a punter the chance yes. to make a living in the National Football League. Yes, I am. Wow. For so two years. Drawing a line in the Or at sand. least you can only come out if you only have one year left. Get to be a junior. But you cannot be a redshirt sophomore as a punter. That's just completely and totally unacceptable. Have there been a lot of redshirting punters? Because that's not something I'd really ever considered well, punter one way or another. Not really. So that's it. He said only one there. punter can play. It's very competitive. They go to their punting camps and they don't get a chance. They're like quarterbacks. They transfer right away. So they had, uh, well, he was moving up a level. Oh, yeah? Yeah. You obviously don't know much about the story here. I clearly don't. <laughs> I'm fascinated. <laughs> would you take a chance on Tua Tungavailoa? And if so, what round? You know, you don't want to take a first round chance on him. Would you take a second or third round? Or is he not going to be around in the second or third well, round? Why is there a chance? He's going to be a first round pick. Because he got hurt? Yes. Lots of guys get hurt. Hip injury seems a little more serious. Then what? A knee injury. I've seen a lot of guys come back from knee injuries. There haven't been a lot of hip injuries. I wonder, does he come back? Does he move as well? Or do they care? They just want him a pocket passer anyway? They don't care how well he moves or doesn't move? I wouldn't have any idea how serious a hip injury is relative to being able to return to full health. DJ and PK. Hashtag NFL. Mike's a smart guy. He knows that. that, And he knows that that maybe at times Jerry will interfere or say things that you necessarily don't don't agree with or don't like. But it is what it is. But I'll say this, Mike, is he's one of those guys from Pittsburgh. He's hard-nosed. He's tough. He's a, an aggressive uh, personality. If there's anyone out there presently that can handle that, it's Mike. I believe that wholeheartedly. That's Brett Favre right there talking about the former Packer coach Mike McCarthy and how it's going to work in Dallas with Jerry Jones. Who wears the GM title, is in the draft room on draft night, loves to be surrounded by cameras and microphones after and before every game. Tons of quotes, weighing in on players and personnel decisions and anything else he gets asked. So McCarthy's going to be great at this, obviously. Well, it's, got it's the a good thing that he's not soft-nosed because that would be a problem. Pete Carroll says the team's game plan against the Packers in the playoffs this week includes a larger role for Marshawn Lynch, who averaged about one yard a carry in the playoff game last week. He's going to average two. Six carries, seven yards. He did catch a couple passes, and he did have the five-yard touchdown run. See if uh, Without that, I mean, his average really would have sucked. Exactly. Exactly. So if he has a bigger role, is that actually going to pay off, or is... Uh, Pete just saying stuff, just, you know, misdirecting the uh, Packers. Oh, he's going to have a bigger role. Sure he is. What is Trending is brought to you by Shamrock Plumbing. Receive a free reverse osmosis system with the purchase of any water softener. It's Shamrock Plumbing. 801-295-1690. That's Shamrock Plumbing. All right, coming up next, 3-0 road trip. You got anything you want to complain about? You can tweet at us at David DJ James. Hit us up on Facebook at DJ and PK. It looks like the good old days. The Jazz are rolling. 
But several of you, you got stuff to complain about. We'll get to that next. Stay with us. Is Tony Parks and Austin Horton. Craig Rebell joins us right now. Earlier we were talking about Jim Carrey. Great Canadian. What Canadian <laughs> are you most proud of in the entertainment world to know that they come from your home? And all our best Canadians come from Canada. So, or best uh, entertainers. No, yeah, no you're right, Canada. Austin. All the best Canadians <laughs> do come from Canada. <laughs> our best That's entertainers. A great point. Oh my gosh, I'll never hear the end of that point. one. <laughs> I'll never hear the end of that one. You can't argue that. You can't argue that. Right, it, right. Well, I, I, I hate to be cliche, but, you know, the greatest rock and roll musicians of all time. And that's the, the holy triumvirate of Rush. Thanks so much, Greg. We appreciate you. He's a Canadian and, uh, from Canada. All our best Canadians come from Canada. Tony Parks and Austin Horton. Weekdays from 10 to noon on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. Utah Jazz pick up a win in New Orleans. 35 points for Bogdanovich, 3-0 on the trip, 6 in a row, 11 of 12. What is there to complain about now? It's been all this good news for the last month, PK. How can anyone find anything to complain about? I don't know. Some people have the rep, though. Some people can nitpick. Get Rick the dishwasher on the line. He'll rattle off 10 or 12 things, I'm sure, Greg says. He has a tendency to do that. Finding the downside. Just another dad says, I mean, I got a lot of stuff to complain about, but about the Jazz, very, very little. Right now, I would agree with him. Happy, happy as can be. You'd agree with him. Nothing to complain about because the fat guy in a little coat... At Big Ben Ellis, says I'm sure PK will find something. And then he's got the side, little side-smiling, winking emoji there. Can't think of anything. Greg says, everyone is just on pins and needles waiting to see if Conley's going to screw this up. Borrowing trouble from the future when Mike I'm, comes back? I'm not on pins and needles on that. I don't anticipate why would that happen. I'd have to have some reasons, some theories anyway, because there would be reasons until they actually happen, but some theories as to why that would be an issue. Well, over the course of NBA history, when you integrate a guy back into the lineup, sometimes there's a bump in the road. I don't know if that's enough for people to complain about. I guess you can complain about a single loss. Over the course of NBA history, there's times when you integrate a guy into the lineup and it goes great. I mean, you're just going to throw stuff out there. I could do that just as easy. Yep. That's what you got. Other than that, I don't know what you're specifically going to pin it on. Justin says, well, the Jazz switched from Papa John's to Little Caesars, so there's that. I don't know what that means. Complaining about the, uh, you get the free pizza when they win, or the discount pizza, whatever it is, well, the special deal. I don't have deal. any idea on that. Jero says, I'll complain about this. The Jazz are moving up slowly in the standings because all the potential playoff opponents are winning too. Go Jazz. All this winning has moved him from 6th to 5th. He wants more progress, and he wants it now. No, oh, I think they've made substantial progress. I think you're getting it now. You, Daddy, wants to complain about the Jazz offensive rebounding. Offensive rebounding is less of a thing. You turn one guy loose and go to the boards, in the Jazz case, Gobert. 
But mostly it's not so much about getting offensive rebounds unless, you know, miss a three, long rebound, that kind of stuff. Mostly it's about getting back on defense and taking away the transition okay. from the other guys. You sure he's not saying giving up offensive rebounds? Oh, he could be. I think that's that's. You think that's I, where he's going? Yeah. Because I think the Jazz are among the league leaders. I get that any offensive rebound bugs you, but the Jazz are among the league leaders in defensive rebounding. They haven't been at the top spot, but they've been top five. I think they've been bouncing around like third in the league. Second, third, that kind of stuff. SCDS says, AT&T Sportsnet Rocky Mountain is a good place to start. Wants to complain about the audio problems in the first half. Well, they're better than uh, the other way. I'd rather not have the sound and be able to watch the game than have the sound and not be able to watch the game. First things first, they got the video glitches ironed out. I don't think there are any video glitches. Oh, I had them, watching them. I only had the audio issue. Yeah. In the uh, late first, early second quarter, it was glitching, and it would stick, and then I'd miss like four seconds of video. Mm, Were they key seconds? No, I don't think so. So it wasn't much. But I don't know because I missed them, but I don't think so. Well, if the score would have been like seven points more when you rejoined it, then it would have been an issue. If the score stayed the same, then you would know. Michael says the only thing to complain about is Kane Fitzgerald. Otherwise, everything's good. How about Kane Brown, man? I mean, I really like him. He's an emerging superstar in the country music business. Kane Fitzgerald, not so much. I don't even know who Kane Fitzgerald is. One of the referees last night. No clue. One of David Locke's favorites. And I'm sure he loved him last night if he didn't make the call. I was going to say, why complain <laughs> about the referees last night? New Orleans didn't get a timeout that two or three guys were calling for, and then they didn't get the foul at the end of the game. The only don't like the refs is they think they screwed you. If they helped you, well, yeah, they were doing a hell of a job, man. <laughs> Give those guys a raise. Kane Fitzgerald. This is the first time I'm hearing the name. You could show me those three referees last night, and I could not identify Kane Fitzgerald. But I could tell you who Kane Brown is. Mary Jane Jones says some of those so-called jazz fans will whine about anything. Got to be more supportive. A little more positivity. Yeah, I'm not really seeing a whole lot of substantial whining here. It's not much to complain about. 11 out of 12, that's a pretty good run. Uh, That's one short of perfect. Eric says, when is Mike Conley coming back? Or has he decided to become the next Carlos Boozer? Well, really, right now, who cares? When you think about it. It's not like they're going to win a lot more. Maybe one more. Or maybe they would have lost some of the other games, would have changed rotation, who knows. Yeah, I can't tell you about what would have happened, what... But since they've won 11 out of 12, what are you worried about? I don't really care about his return right now. It's not on my mind. Mike Conley is not even on. I'm not even thinking about Mike Conley. This is Kyle Whittingham and a host of football coaches running off on, or rubbing off on you. I guess well, Jerry Sloan, too. If they were losing, though, I would. Right. It's like I told you yesterday. When was George Hill coming back? Not that they were losing a substantial amount, but they weren't winning an 11 out of 12. So if they had, if they're six and six or any derivative of what equals twelve, and I can't do it off the top of my head because I don't want to do math, and I'll, I'll come up with like fourteen and six and nine. So 
I'll just let others decide that. Then you would say, man, when's Mike coming back? But because they're one 11 out of 12, it's not so much the next man up, don't worry about injuries. No, it, no. it's all based on winning. If someone's out and they're winning 11 out of 12, I don't care who that person is. It's nothing against Conley. But they're playing great ball. Joe Ingles has never played better. Never. He's now blowing kisses in the third quarter. (laughs) He's not even waiting till the end. I did get someone tweeting at me about that. When Joe blows a kiss, it's over. Done. The Jazz are winning this. I I would be hesitant to do it in the third quarter. And this is the NBA. And... Three-point marksmanship uh, allows teams to get back real, real quick, or lack of three-point marksmanship on the other side. So we've seen a number of teams uh, blowing a 20-point lead in the third quarter is really not even news. Uh, It's certainly not new news. It might be news, but it's not unique and new. It happens all the time. So I would be hesitant to be blowing kisses in the third quarter. But if that's what motivates him to play well and all that stuff, I mean, each... uh, have their own individual personalities. But the fact is, he's playing his best ball of his life. And I, and I, didn't ever, I never heard of him until the day he came here. Um, but I would imagine before then, he had never been playing. And we can ask him uh, this week, whether it was in, uh, the, I think he went to Academy of Sport down there in Australia and then turned professional rather than go over to the States in college. Any, at any point. Because one of the things that surprised me is the uh, Jazz Media Day when Dennis Lindsay said that Joe was a journeyman who is now a top 10 small forward. I assumed, obviously incorrectly, that he was one of the better foreign players. But according to Dennis, he was a journeyman then. He's not a journeyman now. He's playing great ball right now. I'm not necessarily saying his whole NBA career. I'm talking about as we speak, he's playing the best ball of his career. He's not playing like a journeyman. He's playing like a significant fact. Not that there's anything wrong with a journeyman. Is it, <coughs> by definition, journeyman has got a, a lengthy career. He's and just in a, a salary, a in a salary cap league, everybody needs a couple journeymen to come in and play well. Yes, you do. Yes. You're not going to pay 10 stars. Right. So. Right, but he's his game right now is elevated substantially, substantially beyond anything you slash the, slap the journeyman label. Exactly. On. Right. Yes, and you know everybody else is is playing well to a good degree. So Conley's not even on my mind because I think you have a tendency of when the team's not winning big time. Oh, we get fill in the blank player back, then we can really take off. Well, they're taking off now, so who cares about Conley? Well, for the Jazz fan who's totally into it, who's, uh, I don't know if they're overthinking everything, but barring trouble from the future, yes, they're taking off now, but the schedule's going to get more difficult at the end of the month. There's going to be playoff teams. Which is even better. Then I got Conley back, and he's a good player. That's good news. That's not bad news. Well, I guess assuming that he is back and is fit in. Well, whenever he'll come back at some point. His career isn't over. (laughs) Yes. So you brought up the the, whenever the schedule. I mean, just whoever you play, that's who you play. Uh and on a, on a given night, does it matter that the Bucks they didn't play a good team last night? No. They got beat. Yeah. So it doesn't matter. And, and New Orleans, they're a nice team. And they were missing a couple of guys. You can argue that two starters, one hasn't played a lick this year, and that's Williamson, and then obviously Drew Holiday, to me, is a proven NBA player. I think he's a, a, one of the better players at his position in the league. So you got fortunate there. 
Well, they capitalized on it. They got the win. Ingles crushed it again. If you've got anything to complain about, now's the time. 855-340-ZONE. Stun, shock, and amazes. So if they're playing better teams down the line, then that's great. Because Conley's going to come back at some point, is he not? I would assume so. When did he go out? Was it before Christmas? Yes. Okay. So he's been out a couple of weeks now. So what are we looking at? A couple more weeks, maybe? So when when does these? I, I'm not a schedule hawk. They haven't really given any indication of what he's going to do, and they've been out on the road. So the I don't know. Maybe they've said something, you know, quietly off the side when you're on the road. You get to talk to people, but I haven't seen anything written or out there. As when far you're as home, where it's you going get to talk to people. So you go speak to quietly somebody off to the side. And you can pray, you can give it back uh, tomorrow. The news. There it is. I mean, if you ask enough questions, you eventually get the answers you're looking for. That's what I found in this business many times over. Uh, but whenever this schedule supposedly turns tougher, which is a misnomer, because for the Bucks last night, the schedule was as tough as it can get. You lost. Last game uh, he played was December 17th, and that was the first game he had played since December 2nd. So he's out a couple weeks, came back, got hurt in the third quarter of that Magic game, and has now been gone two and a half, well, now three weeks. So whenever the schedule you deem it gets tougher, he should be uh, closer to returning. And that, to me, that's good news. That's not bad news. Eric tweets at us he wants to complain about Bogey's ball handling. Yeah, he's made some layups, but also a lot of turnovers and four shots at the rim. The ball sticks in his hands too much. How's that for complaining? Yeah, I think that uh, last night was one of his better games with the ball in his hands because he's a, a fairly big guy. He's not height-wise. Uh, and to get, to get him going to the basket, I don't think it's any coincidence that that's going to help him score and give him some more confidence and get him better into the flow. Jump shooters don't tend to go to the line a lot, and he shot 10 free throws. So, yeah. so I would say that's to do it because that's one of the pleasant surprises at least from my perspective through my eyes that I've been able to witness with Bogdanovich because we're not watching him I never really watched him you just, at best you're watching him twice maybe scattered here and there but you're not paying much attention to him when he's over there in the east even last year you know he's putting up decent numbers when Oladipo went out but you but that's just it it was just there were just numbers there were raw numbers and to me the thing that I've been super impressed with him is his ability to put the ball on the floor and get to the basket. I didn't know he was that good at doing this, and now I'm watching this, and it's clear if he sees himself have a lane or he's got somebody smaller on him and he can just back him down, that's good too. He had Lonzo Ball on him one possession, and he just backed him down and just turned around and shot over him. You know, he's substantially taller than Lonzo is. Was Lonzo going six five ish somewhere in there? Six four, six five. Yeah, yeah. and and Bogdanovich just got four or five inches on the guy. Yeah, six eight, six. And nine. so just back him down and and shoot right over him. So yes, I thought he was more of the traditional, modern traditional anyway, stretch four. But he's not. It's well, not like exclusive. you say, not watching him game in and game out, quarter in and quarter out, and seeing numbers. Yeah. 
But the thing I read when the Jazz got him was that until Oladipo's injury, he was more spot-up complimentary guy. And when Oladipo got hurt, he showed a little more of taking the ball to the hoop. So that's a sample size of, I don't know, half a season, whatever it was, a portion of a season with him out. But I didn't know he was going to do this. I didn't think he was as good, and I'm seeing it with my own eyes, and it's impressive. And so I have no problem with him doing that. Because the mark of a good team, unless you have the true bona fide big, big time superstar, which I don't think they have, is going to be the strength in numbers. So you don't have somebody who is, you don't have a James Harden, basically, who is going to lead your team in scoring 95% of the games. And he's going to put up massive numbers, too. Not just, you know, 21 points leading him in scoring, but most of the time he's going to put up big numbers. Well, the Jazz don't have that, but what they do have, they certainly have two guys that can easily go for 30 without even batting an eye. And they've done it in the last two games. Yeah, and that's good. And then they've got other complimentary guys. Right now, Joe is still a complimentary guy, but he's at the high end of that complimentary player list. And he can go for whatever. And then you got other guys who can do that. And so that's the strength there. you got to have some talent at the top. And Bogdanovich, on a given night, is really good in that talent at the top. And I thought last night was proven in that 10 free throw stuff. Yeah, Bogdanovich at the free throw line, if you're a jazz fan or jazz management and coaching staff, you're loving that. Because that's going to result in at least at one point. I mean, I don't think there's going to be very many times he's going to go over two from that line. I put him there with complete and total confidence. He's basically a 90% free throw yeah. shooter. I mean, he's among the league leaders. So if he can get to the line, 10, 10 free throws last night, that's just gigantic. Made them all last night. Yeah, it's easy points. And, yeah, and everybody really goes good. Everybody... You need, everybody goes nuts about Harden and the way he plays, but he's super efficient. He knows if he goes to the line, and sure, he flops and he gets calls, but he knows if he goes to the line, that's the most efficient way to score, and that's why he's good for 10 free throws every night. And Bogdanovich has probably doubled his average, but any game you can get there that often is a huge plus. I mean, outside of the dunk, you want Gobert trying to make a move to the basket, or do you want Bogdanovich? I want Bogdanovich. Bojan, every time. Man, give me Bogey. The Bogster. I've been impressed with him. Mitchell's the other guy you want going to the hoop. Of course. He also goes to the hoop and gets a ton of free throws. Just I, like didn't, I didn't put his name in right. that little equation that I came up with. Okay, well, I went with big men. To me, this has been one of the great signings of the offseason. I'm talking in the league, not for the f- exclusively to the franchise. I'm talking to the league. Now, others who follow the Eastern Conference closely, maybe they're not as surprised. But I'm surprised in that regard, and I'm certainly super impressed. And it's good to be able to rely on someone to come through when your other guy isn't lighting it up, and Mitchell wasn't lighting it up. No, he was well under his average last night. Yeah. He didn't get to 20. And so you had bogey taking up the slack and you could just see the feel of the game okay this guy's got it going on I was surprised he didn't make the shot at the end that would have rendered that last possession meaningless but coming up three coming up short on the three late in the game I guess isn't that surprising well and another good thing about it with him is he's got such a soft touch 
that when he came, when he did not make the bucket, it wasn't like it was a screaming Mimi and bounced <laughs> yeah, right. all the way to the three-point no, line. No, you're right. You miss a three, you get the yeah. long rebound, and somebody's grabbing it 20 feet down court. Yeah. They're already at top speed. And you're at the complete right. total disadvantage. Right. And somebody like Rudy, at that point, probably isn't going to get back and catch up yeah. to the plate and impact it. And that's something that analytics isn't going to show or this or that's going to show, but it's something that I thought I observed it. As soon as it happens, it fell off the rim softly because he's got a great touch. So it allowed the defense then to have some opportunity to get back. And you can watch the play 100 times over. Everybody was able to get back, basically. Whereas if it's a, if it's a brick and it comes shooting off there and caroms up past the free throw line to the three-point line and what have you, then you're in a disorganized state right from the start. You're running, literally running from behind right at that possession, and that was a crucial possession. You needed the defensive stop. Draper, you just tweeted at us. I got something to complain about. Exum Islanders still whining about trading Dante. Who's that? I don't know. <laughs> Exum Islanders. I haven't heard that expression. Um, you haven't heard of Exum Island? No. No. There's Nying Archipelago. There's a <laughs> few of them out there. Okay. I haven't heard really anybody complain about that. There's been a few. As, seen them. I have not. Doesn't mean they're not out there, but I have not been exposed to any of it. The, the win now mode dictated that that move must be made. Clarkson's had too many good games to worry about Exum having a good game. And if the change of scenery is what Dante needs, More well, power to him. Yeah, good for Dante and go get him and all that stuff. But it's clearly working for the Jazz. They had an advantage in bench scoring last night in a two point win. Got a little more, got a little more firepower off the uh, bench, and Clarkson had another good game. Uh, yes, uh, he, well, you know, that's just it. He had another good game. He didn't have another great game, right? He had another good game. He's capable of having great games, but he's got the scores mentality, and that's really what they need to do when two, three, four of the starters are out of the lineup. Whatever it is, at least trade buckets with the other guys. Well, now you got Bang Niang. <laughs> I'm loving Bang Niang. That's not really surprising. Bang Niang. <laughs> yeah. That's sweet. Because it rhymes. <clears throat> it do. Exactly. It's poetic. And you appreciate poetry more so than So having anyone. him from three, it's nothing more than a Bang Niang. Clever. Fabulous. Yeah. Bang Niang. Top that, people. Top Bang Niang. I don't think you can. I'll dare you. I'll give you a nickel. Five pennies. Not four, not six. Five. Bang Niang. I like it. I like it a lot. Grab the phone, use the app, send us your version of Bang Niang. Yeah, get ready. Here they come. Everybody can uh, make the call. Bang, bang, on the Niang, baby. Bang, bang, on the Niang. Okay. <laughs> wow. Tin roof. Rusted. Bang, bang, on the Niang, baby. Oh, man. You can give that to Bull Jack. Okay. You can have it. I got enough credit. I got enough glory. <laughs> I don't need no more. <laughs> But that would work, man. He puts up a three, 
And you got the bang bang on the Niang. <laughs> oh man, that, you know that's good. You know that, that, that's not even good. I elevated that to just elite status. <clears throat> Gonna make a star out of him. That's elite right there. Bang bang on the Niang. No role player, no journeyman, straight to superstar status, thanks to... Bang, bang on the Niang. <laughs> Come on, do people love that or not? Rally around me, because I think you do, and I need you to rally around me right now. All right, DJ PK, it's 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. You can pass judgment on that during the break, and then we'll see how that goes on the other side. DJ and PK, it's 97.5 at 1280 The Zone. Take the zone with you wherever you go. Let's go. Download the all-new Zone Sports Network app on your phone and get live streaming of the zone as well as podcast editions of every show. From Salt Lake to Shanghai, Provo to Portugal, or Ogden to Oslo, wherever you go, we'll tag along. Let's go. Download the new Zone app by searching Zone Sports Network wherever you shop for apps. It's the Zone Sports Network app. From 97.5, 1280, The Zone, and The Zone Sports Network. Listen this Wednesday, tomorrow, for your chance to win tickets to the Jazz and the Sacramento Kings. Game's on January 18th. Purchase a Ford Fans on All You Need ticket to an upcoming game and receive unlimited hot dogs, nachos, popcorn, ice cream, and soda. Visit the Ford Fans on Level 6 for free Ford swag, jazz tickets, movie passes, and much, much more. Well, here comes the reaction to your newest uh, nickname, catchphrase. What is it? Poetry. <laughs> what kind of poetry? Beautiful. Classic. Would you like to say it one more time for the people who just joined us during the break? When he hits a three, the obvious response is bang, bang on the Niang. And as the voice gets better in a few days, it'll sound better. Okay. This is subpar right now because uh-huh. you're playing through the pain. Right. Right. When, when we put on this uniform, no excuses. Right. I'm, I'm a little under the weather, so I'm battling that. Your ability to do this, I think I can find people who can divide the audience 70, 30, or 80, 20, but your ability to do it 50, 50 each and every time is really unparalleled, unprecedented. What you're saying is half the people are right. (laughs) GSD prevention. I don't know what we're going there, but okay. Uh, I love that PK went B-52s on the door, baby. I did. There it is. Totally in your corner. I believe this is the person you would refer to as right. And then there's Josh. That was awful laughing till you're crying emoji. And like PK singing, he's not going to stop. Well, <laughs> once you have something that works, you don't stop. First two right out of the gate split. I don't know what the next two are going to be, but I'm sure they're going to be opposite ends of the spectrum. Well, yeah. I mean, you can only, can, only half of the people will understand what you're talking about. We bang, were just bang on the knee. We were discussing Joe Ingles, who's gone on the uh, the path from uh, journeyman to a role player to starter to now fringe star player or excellent role player, top level role player for sure. George Niang on that same path. Royce O'Neal on that path somewhere in between. I, you know the thing that I don't know about bang bang on the Niang is that can he supplement his game he's an excellent shooter we all understand that but the thing that makes joe great joe had a a pass to rudy 
and Harpering and Craig were going nuts about it, and rightfully so. And it was in the second half, and it and it and it was it was Montana esque. It was a pass that had Rudy on the run, put it up right, so he could have yards after the catch. And in this case, the yards after the catch led to a dunk. Yes. And he's on the move. Rudy's on the move. And Rudy's can being contended. And I'm not sure. Maybe Niang can add that along the line. But I haven't seen that. And what, and what we've seen enough of Joe is that he can roll out an 8-9 assist game. And nobody really bats an eyelash now. And from the position he plays, to have that many, that's very impressive. He also takes big defensive assignments, really good players. And sometimes they're smaller guys, and sometimes they're bigger guys. But he's not a guy that they're hiding defensively. They're usually giving him tough assignments. So right now, Niang is a little bit of an old-school player. You know, Vinny the microwave, and Dale Ellis, and Del Curry, and I'm sure there's others that are not coming to mind right now. Eddie Johnson, guys who came in off the bench with the idea of just putting it up, putting points on the board. And back then, it wasn't from behind the line. If those guys played today, most likely they would be shooting from behind the line. Well, having the Yang shoot those threes is what he's known for. I would assume guys like uh, Eddie Johnson and... Uh, <clears throat> Vinny Johnson uh, and Dale Ellis are probably looking at the NBA game thinking, man, why didn't they green light threes like that back in the day? Give me that all day long. I think every generation that's done is looking back thinking, well, I could have done this, I could have done that, you know, with the hand checking and whatnot. So I think that's common. Certainly any quarterback who ever played whenever is thinking, and if I played today... Uh, airing it out. Yeah. These guys get 35 pass attempts in a game and nobody thinks about it. No. So, and and they certainly are drool over the money that's available to pretty much some average players. Uh, I think that's just, that's just the way of the world in that way. And when they played, there was guys before them who were thinking, oh, man, if I played now. So you have that all the time. But I don't know that Niang can be more than what he is, but I'll take what he is. All right, Christian's on the open mic. Invited you to grab your phone, grab the app, use the open mic feature, send us your takes. What does Christian have? Bang, 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 Niang. Bang, 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 Yang. <laughs> bang, Niang. I told you. <laughs> Sound a little English. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Let it rip. The B-52s meet the Jazz. Meet bench scoring. Bang the Yang. I mean, it just flows. It's a natural flower, is it not? Yes, that part, but I don't see why it automatically gets tied to the B-52s. That doesn't seem as obvious. Beyond that. Right. And a stream of thinking led me to that road. And here I am. Rock me like a hurricane. <laughs> all right, the question of the morning. The Jazz have won all three games on this road trip. And now it's six in a row and 11 out of 12. What, if anything, do you have to complain about? 
What are you worried about? What's got you down now? Because these feel like the good old days. Derek says, I'm worried about Conley and how his return changes things for the good slash bad. And Kirk says, when he comes back, he will help the Jazz immensely. Is that too much to wish for, that it finally clicks? He had a little time to figure it out, which the whole team needed early on, and clearly the team is figuring it out. And I know the schedule's soft, but they lost to some bad teams early on. They had some losses that were clunkers. They weren't all to the league elite, the elite teams in the league. Gotcha. So, clearly the group was figuring it out, and the management was figuring out the bench. This guy needs a bigger role. we got to go acquire this guy. Well, yeah. I mean, they, they needed to find a way to go bang, bang, niang. Exactly. And they done did that. From what we hear of Mike Conley and his rep, is that he's sitting there watching this thing. And I don't think that he's thinking, oh, man, jeez, i got to come in and get mine. Uh, to me, when he comes in next, whenever that may be, this will be the least amount of pressure that he's had since he's been with the club. It's been a short time. But before, you know, he's ex- he was expected to be right there with Mitchell in terms of being the most productive player. And now he doesn't have to be. No. And I think he knows that. So now I think he thinks that, hey, I just need to make contributions and let it come as it happens rather than force issue A, B, or C. No, just relax, do what they need me to do, and whatever Quinn Snyder's asking me to do, to just go ahead and execute and follow through what he's asking me to do because we're already winning. And the last thing, speaking from Mike's perspective, I would think he would think, is that I don't want to go in there and screw this up. It's not what they brought me here for. Yeah, you know, the funny thing about pressure is that I think you can, uh, it's probably true in life beyond sports, we can just keep it to sports, is that you can go into any situation and think yourself into or out of pressure. Okay, I agree with that, but the thing that I like about him is he's 32 years old. And so there's no need to come in and try to prove yourself. Right. I, I think going into this situation for Mike or for anybody else who's come back from an injury when the team is hot, you could go in and say, there's no pressure here. I just come in and do my thing. We're good. We're going to be rolling. This is great. And, uh, and the pressure never gets to them. They never even consider it. And somebody else could look at the exact same situation and think, oh, I can't screw this up. They're, it's going so well. And then they play tight and they do screw it up. But not at 32 years of age when you he's already proven himself right. for a decade. That's I agree. what I'm saying. If you it was some different situation, maybe. You would hope not. I would think Clarkson would feel more pressure. Clearly he didn't. Came in. It's a bench unit. They told him they needed some points. And he can beat guys off the dribble and put teams into scramble situations and hit open shots. Oh, yeah, he's fine. So, great. But if I were going to look at pressure, I would think Clarkson would have more because they traded a high pick to get him. They did. They traded Exum, the fifth pick in the draft, and Clarkson came in and started shooting from game one and had another 16-point game last night. Axel's checking in. What's he got? Yes, yes, yes. God, I'm loving this song. I sat here and was thinking to myself, do I do a little GNR? How do I flip this? But instead, you know, as I sit here looking out my window at our beautiful city, thinking every day is a holiday and every meal is a feast, I thought I'd go top 40 on us, maybe modern, with a little bang, bang, niang. So we're going to start out with a little bang, bang, on a niang. You know you're going to bang, bang, on a niang. 
Wait a minute, gonna make that three. Wait a minute, gonna make that bucket. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Tell me that was not top 40. Boom, that was baby. top 40. You got a hit on your hands. You're going to be touring in no time. That was some no, of your I, best work. I appreciate that. And I went, you know, I went a little bit more uh, you know, non-axel. I thought I'd go a little, ooh, bang, bang, <laughs> baby. Yes. God, you know, PK, you and I need to go make an album. Boom. <laughs> I'll just leave it with that. You guys rock. Much love. <laughs> <laughs> Axel is on it. <laughs> that was good. That was that was a good tune. I wouldn't want to try to follow that. Bang bang on the Niang. Yeah, yeah. I, w- I wouldn't want to try to follow that. That was that was rock solid right there. Oh, for sure, man. For this is a great time to be a, just a jazz fan. I mean, I would ask you in this great time in which we live, who's a better forty-five? Mitchell or Trump? The number 45. There it is. Is that a poll question? We need other famous 45s. You're opening yourself up to all kinds of responses with that. Well, uh, I open myself up every I'm day. just saying, if you do a poll question in particular. <laughs> Who's a better 45? Yeah, the comments on that get pretty wild, wouldn't they? Trump or Mitchell? All right, ponder that during the break. DJ and PK, it's 97.5 at 1280 The Zone.